Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to be mindful of the things that are influencing us. And to demonstrate that, I wanted to tell you about a little story from Ajahn Brahn's book, Don't Worry, Be Grumpy, about an elephant called Ellie. So Ellie was a lone elephant in a zoo enclosure. And while at night, she often dreamed of the jungles from which most of her people are from, She also realized that at the zoo, she was content and she was fed well, she had free medical care, and she was never alone. There was lots of people around her all the time, and she was well cared for and loved. So she did her best, even though she wasn't perfectly happy, to live her best life. And so Ellie was known among the zookeepers, as well as the guests of the zoo, of being a very gentle and kind-hearted elephant. She was particularly gentle and kind to kids, and she was also very kind to all the people who cared for her. But then one day, seemingly overnight, her personality changed. She became incredibly aggressive and angry. Um, She just was always filled up with pent-up rage, and she even, like, demonstrated this by no longer being able to interact with kids of any kind and also pushing her zookeeper into a pile of her poop, which is not very nice. And for an elephant, like elephants are incredibly intelligent. So if Ellie was doing this, it's because she's doing it on purpose. Um, She's very mad um, at the world. So they try to uncover the reason for her personality change through all different sorts of means. So they consulted a biologist, they consulted a doctor, they consulted, you know, different people to see like, maybe it's the environment in her room, like something is going wrong to make Ellie upset. Um, and nothing just seemed to be quite conclusive. So it just, they, nobody seemed to be able to uncover why Ellie was behaving like this. So finally, as a lot of these stories too, the zookeeper who cares for Ellie decided, you know what, we have no other way to try and resolve this. Maybe a monk will help. So they ask a monk to come in and he decides to stay overnight in Ellie's enclosure and meditate quietly and with the hope that he can spread some positive energy to Ellie and, and reassure her and reduce her anxiety and make her feel a little bit better. And as he was meditating, in the middle of the night, he heard this very rough, aggressive, demonic laughter and whisper. And in the beginning, he was like, wait a minute, is that like an evil entity that is that has been influencing Ellie this whole time and frightening her? But it just turns out that there was like some sort of conversation going on near Ellie's cage that belonged to a store next door. So not in the zoo itself, but near the zoo. And these people were having a really rough conversation about hurting others and doling up punishment and all sorts of really uncouth, like 
really like unkind things. And it was just all of that noise about like negative things and punishing people and like laughing at people's pain. All of that noise was going into Ellie's cage. And that's when the monk understood that this is the reason for Ellie's personality change, that she had been hearing these negative, horrible conversations that are so cruel and so unkind. And every day she, after hearing that, like she just has like is influenced by these conversations, even though she's an elephant, even though she doesn't necessarily speak English or maybe not understand it to the full extent. She knows that the nature of these conversations are bad. So it changed her personality. It made her into like a more unhappy and aggressive elephant. So in order to combat that, well, I mean, like in the story, it says that the police arrested those people because they were not dealing in great things and they were quite unkind to others. And Ellie was finally free and she was able to sleep through the night and she no longer had to deal with those negative noises and conversations um, anymore. And she became the gentle, beautiful elephant that she was, who she really is. And I think the moral of the story is that we never know sometimes like what can be changing a person or what can even be influencing ourselves. What I really love about the story is that, well, first of all, Ellie is incredibly lovable as a main character. But second of all, that sometimes the influences that impact us the most negatively are never things that we expect. It could be at least in my case, for example, your favorite podcast, something that you love, something that makes you laugh. But in the beginning, um, before, like I used to listen to my favorite podcast in the morning and it would be the first thing that I listened to. The first thing that I did is just put on that podcast. And I, while this is my favorite podcast, I love this podcast. It talks about death. It talks about true crime. It talks about paranormal elements where bad things happen to people. And it's not really the kind of thing that I realized I should be listening to in the morning because it colors my day negatively. I start to become more cynical and more bitter and kind of more paranoid. I start to become more impatient and kind of a little bit more angry and sad. And I realized that while I love this podcast and I love the hosts, it might be better for me to listen to it in the evening when my mind is a bit more awake and I could be a bit more guarded to not be so influenced by mentions of these things. Um, because when you first wake up, your mind is a little bit more open than usual because you're still um, trying to get a sense of the day and how you feel. So what I did instead now, um, and what I currently do is I actually listen to really upbeat music in the morning, or I listen to a book podcast, which is a bit more normal and, and more, um, level in terms of like what it talks about, because instead of talking about true crime and bad things happening to people, we're talking about books and what happens in books. So it's all fictional. Um, so, and for me, like, even though this is a very, very small change, I think by being mindful and kind of watching how my mood and my mind and my behavior changes from slight changes in my habits or my environment, like these little details can actually make a pretty big difference in your day and in your routine. Um, I think the key message of the story and of this episode is really the fact that the truth is we are all not fully aware of how the different 
types of media and the different people around us affect us. And thus, it's good to kind of conduct experiments to see, okay, like today I'm going to put on this song or this podcast, or I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and I'm going to write down slash remember how I feel at the end of it. And then tomorrow I'm going to change that and use that as kind of case A. And in case B, I'm going to change that exact scenario and see how I feel after that. And I think it's important to, again, optimize your habits every day and also to be mindful of the things that you may have loved or may have given you joy, but may not be the right thing for that particular time in that particular space. And understanding and realizing and acknowledging that other pe- other things do influence us also kind of makes it a little easier to influence our own moods and to be a little bit more able and flexible to choose because then you know, okay, I need to avoid this and I need to move towards this. And it doesn't mean that the thing that might be negatively influencing me is bad, but it's just in that particular instance, in that particular way, it might not be influencing me where I I need to be influenced. It's not influencing me in the way that I want to be influenced. And overall, this exercise can be applied towards anything in our lives. It doesn't have to be just podcasts. It could be movies. It could be books. It could be people. It could be different activities you do in your life. It could be different things in your workday. But overall, I think the main thing here is to make this a regular exercise and to try and change your routine and try and change what you do every day. And and I think another main um, thing where this particular exercise works really well is also meditation. When people are starting out, I think it's really common to go in a little bit too heavy and to meditate for, to try and meditate for an hour. But I can tell you from experience that meditating an hour, even for someone who's been doing it for years, can be very, very challenging. And sometimes it's a lot easier to start with like a meditation with some music um, or like a talking meditation where you listen to a recording of someone who, for example, does like a guided meditation through your body or within your mind or just talks about like a truth of the world. Um, there's a lot of like kind of online material, but um, trying to sit alone with your mind with nothing in the background is can be really challenging. And that's like giving yourself baby steps to get there and perhaps reducing the duration of it. So if you're starting out meditation for the first time, why not try it for one minute per day? And once you make it into a regular habit, it'll be a lot easier to extend that to one minute and 50 seconds, one, two minutes, two minutes and 30 seconds, and so on and so forth. So you're slowly building your endurance to the point that you're more comfortable with doing an hour. And I think a lot of times when we never stop to examine the fact that there are things that influence us, that there are things that change how we feel about ourselves and about our lives. It takes the power away from us because we put the full responsibility of how we feel on ourselves when that might not be the case. 
And just by switching out the song that you listen to in the morning or how long you choose to meditate, you could be a lot more successful in your approaches. And knowing this means that you can use these influences to your advantage. So you can swap out a song that's a little sad and not so cheerful to a song that is a little bit more cheerful or one that kind of makes you think of really good things. And if you play that song every morning, that could help you to get towards a mood where you're a lot more positive and happy about yourself. And thus, when you have that self-love as like the foundation from which you start your day, you're going to make better decisions and you're also going to be better able to encounter any negative things that happen. So overall, it is an important exercise to be mindful of the fact that you don't know how different things in your life are influencing you and how you feel about yourself. And thus taking that moment to experiment, to try different things out and note down how different things influence you can really be a useful tool for your spiritual path as well as your whole life moving forward. And when in doubt, and if you're not sure of how to do this, think about Ellie the elephant and how changing one thing about her day made her feel so much better and also helped her be return to like her full gentle and compassionate self. And I think that metaphor applies to all of us. I don't think all of us start as angry and bitter and sad. I think those are things that developed as a response to things happening to us in our lives. And in order to get back to where we want to be, to that gentle, compassionate version of ourselves, that's where we need to examine like what are the current influences in our lives, how they're actually affecting us, and to exert control and perhaps switch out those influences for other ones that can make us feel a lot more better about ourselves, our day, and our lives as a whole. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. As always, I'm so humbled that you've joined me in this week's episode. And with that, I hope you join me again next week and also have a wonderful, safe, and blessed week. Thank you.